Welcome back to Say It Ain't So, Joe. My name is Joe, and I got something to say. Okay, let's let's deal with this elephant in the room, if you don't mind. So, we all woke up this morning and found out that Joe Biden was caught in bed early this morning with his Ukrainian whore, Zelensky, whatever his name is, the guy that looks like... Uh, the bouncer at a Russian strip club in Brighton Beach, Brooklyn. And, uh, you know, uh, pretty much a lot of people are pissed off. So, you know, I've been thinking about this the last week. And I really feel that, that, um, that Joe Biden, I feel like the American people are his, his family. Because if you think about, you know, if we had a real president, we, the American people, we, the people, would be his family, right? That's how it should be. So I feel like we're his family, pretty much like his his spouse, his kids. That's kind of who we all are. And I feel like he's cheating on us. Now, I personally have never been cheated on that I know of. So I really don't know how that feels, but I'm starting to feel cheated on right about now. And this is how, this is the way I see it. I see, I see that it seems to me like Joe Biden, he's got these two, two girlfriends on the side, like they're like two whores, or as in Brooklyn, we would say two hoas, right? So he's got this one hoa called China, right? She's the hot Asian chick that, you know, does the right thing for a little access to information, emails, laptop, whatever Joe's willing to give her, you know, documents in the garage next to the the midlife crisis Corvette. So that's that's uh, that's his one squeeze. Is this is his Chinese hua that he's given access to because she does the right thing, right? Now, I guess the right thing in this case is, you know, China just paying him and his dopey son billions of dollars, right? And maybe even his his idiot brother. So, so that's one hua he's got, and. It's just, again, it's just like the guy that's got the hot little girlfriend on the side who's great at whatever, and he's, you know, he's, he's, that's why he enjoys her company, because she's doing the right thing in far, as far as he's concerned, right? Now, he's got this other hua, he's got this Russian-Ukrainian hua, and she's like a Russian stripper on the pole, right? But, but what this one is for him is like, it's like he he's trying to get out of it. Like, let's say Jill caught him, right? Let's say this was like a cheating scenario with Jill, right? Which is funny because she's been sucking the face with the other guy, right? Which is hysterical. But let's say Jill finally caught Joe cheating with the Chinese hua and now the Russian slash Ukrainian. It's all the same to me. I don't care. Same shit, different zip code as far as I'm concerned out, out that way. So I'm going to say it's just Russia for now because to me it's all the same shit. Russia, Ukraine, it's all the same shit, right? So... So Jill catches Joe now with the Chinese hua, and now he can now this morning she finds out he's with his Russian hua, right? And you know what does Joe say to her? He says something like, "Oh, you know, I feel sorry for her." Um, you know, meaning that uh, you mean Ukraine as a country. Oh, I feel sorry for her. You know, she, I just wanted to spend a little time with her because she, she needed a little help with something. She needed a little bit of money. So that's how, like, that's how Joe Biden's dealing. That's how he's like covering up this whole his Russian hua. I don't know what he's telling Jill about the Chinese hua. I guess all, I guess Jill's getting paid from that too, so she's okay with that. You know, as long as she's getting paid, right? So. uh so that's how I feel. I feel like we, the American people, 
are are being cheated on by uh, you know Father Joe or Uncle Joe, whatever you want to call him. Now I'll tell you up front. I gotta tell you up front. I don't mind. I, I don't care. I'm not here to make friends. Um, I I have no. I I could. I care nothing about Ukraine or Ukrainian, whatever the hell you want to call it. I care nothing about them. I can't. If they were obliterated off the face of the earth, I couldn't give a shit. I'll tell you right now. As they would say in the Bronx, I ain't got no truck for the Ukraine, right? And if you don't, if you never heard that expression, I got a funny story about that. So when I was a federal agent in New York after leaving NYPD, uh, we were working out. I was working out of this for a short time. I hated. I hated the Bronx, honestly. To me, it was a it was a it was a shithole. It really was. So I was working out of our office. We had an undisclosed office uh, on Gun Hill Road there in the Bronx, and we were doing a lot of credit card fraud, check fraud, stuff like that at the time. You know, boring shit. So uh, I remember I had to go. I had to talk to this guy. I don't know if he was a suspect. I don't know how he was involved with this one BS case, but I had to talk to him. And um, I wanted to bring him in for questioning, so I asked a good friend of mine, Rich, um, who had recently transferred to our Boston division. Uh, I asked him to um, to come down and help me out. He was in our Westchester office at the time, on on his way, to, uh, you know, to, for a transfer to Boston. So we grabbed him, put him in, put put him in our car. We took him back to the office, and I remember I was questioning him. And he wasn't under arrest. I was just asking him questions, and 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 I forget the context of it. It, it was it must it must have been he must have been associated with maybe the main guy I was looking at. I'm not sure, but so um he says at one point during the interview he says I ain't I ain't got no truck for so and so. I said what? Yeah, I ain't got no truck for you know Tyrone. I was like, what does that mean? Like you know I'm, I was I was being honest. I didn't I never heard that before. He says, and basically what he's saying is that, you know, a truck is a truckload of stuff. He's like, well, I got no, I, tr- I don't have a truckload of care for this guy or s- stress for this guy. I ain't got no truck for him. So, so that's where that, that expression came from. So, so I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't got no truck for Ukraine. I ain't, I don't, I ain't got it. Um, another funny, funny story about this guy was this guy had like a funny name. His natural name, not his nickname, his birth name. It was it was kind of funny. It was almost like I don't know if it was Demetrius or I shouldn't say funny, but it was it was un, like uncommon. It wasn't you know whatever. It wasn't the typical names you would hear. It was it was uncommon. That's the word, right? I don't know if it was Demetrius or Desarius or something like that. Something different, what different than what I've heard, right? And, you know, out of respect, I would always call somebody their first name or Mr. So-and-so or Miss So-and-so. This was a young kid, so I'm going to call him by his first name. I'm not going to call him Mr., right? And I don't, he didn't, he had a nickname, which I don't even know if I knew or not, but I'm not going to call somebody by a nickname. It wasn't like we were buds, we were hanging out. We weren't boys. So the few times I, I would refer to him by his first name, he got so mad, he'd say to me, he'd say to me, uh, uh, he, I think he would call me detective, which, which I wasn't, I was a federal agent, but he'd, he'd say, He'd say something like, "Detective, don't don't use my government name. Call me, you know, Big 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 D or something, whatever, or Fat D, whatever it was." <laughs> I just got a kick at it. Don't call me by my government name. He got so mad that I called him by his real name. So funny, and it was and as if the government gave it to him. His mother gave it to him. 
I thought that was so funny. So anyway, so I ain't got no truck for Ukraine or China for that matter. In fact, I'll be honest with you. I re- right now, I don't care about anybody but our country. That's what I care about. And once we're squared away, then I'll start caring about caring about other countries. Like, and the first one I'm going to care about is Italy because that's where I'm from, right? And so, like, I was so sad that they got hit so hard when COVID first came, right? They got obliterated. So I did feel for them. I mean, I'm a, I am a, uh, you know, I'm not gonna say I'm a humanitarian. I do care about people, but I ain't, I ain't good with giving uh, Ukraine a dollar. And and I don't know how much we already gave them, and now this idiot Biden committed to a, a five hundred, five hundred dollar billion military aid something. Oh my God. I mean, what's with this guy? How many? We don't even know how many times he's gone to the, to the, the Ukraine. Apparently, he went when he was a vice president. And like I said the other day, he went like a day or two before he was out of office. You know, who does that? That was like to protect some bullshit deal he had going on with them. And now he's there again during wartime. They're literally getting bombed and he's sneaking in the country. That's really weird to me. You know, that's not like proactive presidential shit. That's more like, you know, maybe he... He thinks the shit. He thinks his time is done. You know, maybe he's getting. He feels he's getting exposed a little bit, and he thinks his time is done. That he he wants to get there, and make sure he gets like of his final payment. You know, I, I mean, I don't know what this is. This is this isn't like politics. You know, this isn't foreign affairs. This is way above that. Again, this is like the guy who's spending time with the young girl or the girl in general on the side from his wife. And he's trying to get away with it by saying, well, you know, so-and-so, she just lost a husband and, you know, she needed a, you know, a little souffle, a little tuna casserole. I just wanted to bring something over. Meanwhile, the guy's doing it, right? I mean, that's how this, this Joe Biden is acting. He's trying to make it seem like the Ukraine is like this sad female that needs his help. Meanwhile, he's stooping her, right? It's just, I just think it's so funny. And, and it's, it's sad because look what's going on in our country. This is terrible. This is really terrible. I really feel like we, the, the American people, we the people, I feel like we're getting cheated. I don't know if that's how you feel, but I feel we're getting cheated. And I think there's a lot of Americans that are not happy with uh, what's going on. I think today, waking up and finding out that, that Joe Biden snuck out in the middle of the night right to go stup his russian hua and is now there you know in in the ukraine i mean that's got to make anybody pissed off you know especially what's going on and then did you hear the other thing about um who was it where god where did i hear it shoot that now some was it a particular state now that are going to let the migrants the ghoulie googoos, the five million ghoulie googoos that came into our, that are in our country now illegally, he's gonna allow, it's gonna allow them to vote in our elections. Is it a federal thing or a state thing? I don't even know. That's ridiculous. Imagine that the ghoulie googoo vote. That's amazing. I call them ghoulie googoos. Again, I'm not here to make friends, people. Not. I'm not. I'm done. I'm done with being a PC. Believe me, I'm done. 
I held my tongue for 23 years in law enforcement. Now I'm not interested. No one's paying me to. So, so that's a Google Google vote. I don't know, people. I don't get it. We got so much going on here in America. It's a great country, and it's just going to shit. Like my mom said, it's going to hell in a handbasket. It's a sad thing, and there's no, there's no point in complaining about it, but... My God, why don't we take care of our own country? We have no border. This thing with Ohio is creepy. I mean, well, first of all, it's, it's way serious. It's crazy how serious it is. But what's creepy is, did you see the thing where supposedly there was a movie made about the same thing? And I think they said it was literally the same town. And now it's been, you know, in essence, reenacted. Is that creepy or what? I mean, I don't know if that's just conspiracy shit, but... The first thing I heard about that was that it was similar to a movie script or, or, or a movie that was made. But then I heard another thing that it was specifically about this town where the derailment happened and all the, you know, the toxic whatever. I mean, that's crazy. And then I heard, and I don't understand why. I mean, I, I, I think I know my map pretty well, but there's an area in Connecticut that's concerned about excess soot. On the, on, they woke up one morning the other day and there was excess weird soot on their cars. I mean, I don't know my map that well, but I don't. Connecticut's not near Ohio. I know Pennsylvania is. And Connecticut, we have to go from. We have to go through New York State a little bit and then into Pennsylvania. So I don't get how we're even near Ohio, or unless I'm missing it, but they're trying to tie that into the whole Ohio thing. I don't know. All I know is I remember that when I was in Omaha, Nebraska for college in 1980, I think it was that first year, um, something happened where a train, a train derailed because, you know, that's where the, um, through Omaha's with the Union Pacific Railroad goes through that. So that was like a popular rail line going through Omaha, Nebraska. And uh, I think it was the Union Pacific. I know for sure the Union Pacific went through that. So um, I remember one one time, I think it was in that first year, 1980, my freshman year, there was, I believe there was a train derailment and it was carrying something. It might've been the same shit. I don't know, as Ohio, but it was carrying something that, it was carrying something that was le- clearly leaking into the sky. They didn't blow it up. They didn't do a controlled burn, wink, wink, like they supposedly did in Ohio. Whatever that means, I don't know. But whatever it was, the chemical was leaking into the atmosphere. And the problem was, if it mixed with water, which is in the atmosphere, it becomes toxic. I don't remember the actual chemical. I don't know if it was lye, chlorine. I don't know what it was. But it, there was a big scare that if it mixed with water... It, it would then become toxic. And I don't even remember the outcome. I mean, I spent another four years there anyway, so I guess I survived it, whatever it was. But, uh, I don't know, this is crazy. It's crazy what's going on, people. Oh, so let's do, um, let's do this. Who was, so who's the woke lamb of the month? I'm going to have a little thing, a little shtick. I'm going to do woke lambage. Every month, maybe even every week, right? So the woke lamb of the month is clearly Joe Biden, a.k.a. Joe Biden. Clearly he's the woke lamb of the month because, why? Because he let China just send their little balloon. Remember the movie, Remember the TV show F Troop? 
Back in the day, it is balloon. Anyway, so so Joe Lydon, aka Joe Biden, aka Joe Lydon, aka Cheater, with his Chinese Chinese and Russian hooas, he allows his Russian hooah named China, you know, send a balloon up in the air, spy on us for you know a couple of days, stuff like that, and uh, you know, selling out we the people. Right? So that's why he's the woke lamb of the month. And my pick for last week's uh, lamb of the week, and I know one might get some haters of it, and again, I don't, couldn't care, couldn't care less. DeMar Hamlin, America's football son. Yes, good old DeMar, good old D. Don't use my government name, yo. So good old DeMar Hamlin apparently was interviewed. Not apparently, it's a fact. He was interviewed. Super Bowl Sunday by the other guy, Strahan, 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 not Jason, the actor, the football player. Is it Strahan? I forget. The good-looking black guy with the big gap in his teeth. So he was interviewed by Strahan, or whatever his name is, and um, which I kind of, I like him. I actually do like him. He's cool. He's a cool dude. So he's asking DeMar, you know, he's saying to him, listen, you know, you're in great shape. You can run circles around me, blah, blah, blah and you dropped on the field and you died on the field you know what do you think what did, oh no he said specifically he says what did they tell you or something like what did the doctor tell you happened to you and this idiot Damar, this lamb of the week Damar, heavy d or lamb d let's call him lamb d like lambda the greg the greek dead letter let's call him lamb d all right so lamb d he 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 can't even process the question. He's so stupid. It took him like like thirty seconds. It felt like three hours to answer the question. And he said something stupid like, uh, "I'm not going to answer that, or I don't want to go there, or just so, I forget what the quote was. It really doesn't matter. But clearly, clearly, Lamb D was told Ixnay on the vaccine was told not to say anything because it's obvious to everyone that. The vaccine caused his uh, death on the field. And God forbid we admit to that with the powers that be. Oh, my God. So, Lambda D, a.k.a., or I should say DeMar Hamlin, a.k.a. Lambda D, the Greek letter, is my pick for last week's Woke Lamb of the Week. Think about it. He said something like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want, I was told not to, not that I was told, he wouldn't admit to that. I don't want, I don't want to talk about that. Something stupid like that. Freaking retard. Unbelievable. So, uh, I don't know. That's the story, people. I don't know what else to tell you. It's a, it's a sad state of affairs. And as my mother would say, my adoptive mother, oofa. That was the Italian expression. It was like a go-to expression for just about anything. You know, you want to emphasize, like, how bad something is or how stup- stupid something is. My mother would go, oofa. <laughs> so that's the story. Oofa. That's all I could say to the state of affairs of, uh, of the United States. Oofa. We have no border. We got f- over 5 million ghoulie googoos crossed our fake border. And I'll tell you, friends, they are going to be these ghoulie googoos. And they're from every country, all right? I'm not racist. They're not all just Mexican, 
They're prisoners from Venezuela, Mexican. They're now now a bunch of Chinese American. Not Americans. They're not American. A bunch of Chinese are coming over, sneaking over. Right? Everybody's coming. Taliban. Every ghoulie Google in the world who doesn't have a right to be here. They're they're in our country right now. All the ghoulie googos, and um, they pretty soon they're gonna be in your backyard. They're going to be swimming in your pool. They're going to be eating your blueberries from your blueberry bushes. And you know what? They may even be breaking into your homes. So, uh, I don't know. The writing's on the wall, my friends. So, I think by now none of my listeners listeners are woke lambs. And I, I would rather they wouldn't be, honestly. Because I got no truck for you, yo. So, uh, yeah, if you're woke, I ain't got no truck for you. Um, so hopefully um, only true Americans are going to listen to me. Hopefully, because you can't teach a, a woke lamb a life lesson. So don't even waste your time listening to me. I'm good with that. I give you I give you the green light to go somewhere else. Go listen to, I don't know, who you want to listen to? Rihanna? Her podcast? Does she even have one? That $3 hoe? I don't know. But uh, anyway... Or, or who's that? Who's that other idiot? Um, Don Lemon or Lemon? Don Lemon. You know, anyway, so go listen to those guys that they have a podcast. But um, I don't know, people. Um, I'm starting to see. It's you know, I saw this video on TikTok. It was this woman, a white middle-aged woman, right? And. She just bought like a nice property. I don't know, five acres, ten acres, fifteen, fifty. I don't even know what or where, but she just bought this nice property. I think it had a pond with stock fish, like my place in Virginia. It had a house, not a nice cabin like mine, log cabin like mine, but it had a nice house. It had a good amount of land, at least five acres, which is good. And she was saying how she's so glad that she bought this place with her husband. And she's going to start growing her own vegetables and stuff like that. She's going to start raising chickens for eggs. She's got a pond to fish on. And um, she was saying that she's, she doesn't know why. Like she can't, like, or she don't, I don't think that, I don't think it's a case where she doesn't want to commit to saying it, but she just doesn't know why it's good that she has this place now, but she knows it's good. So she must just sense that the shit's hitting the fan, you know? With the 5 million gooly-goo-goos and China buying our farmland and Bill Gates owning our farmland and creating a synthetic egg, synthetic egg. So she probably senses some shit's going down soon and she's glad she's got a property. Hopefully she's heavily armed with AR-15s and other shit and she's going to grow her own food and, you know, hopefully she's got maybe a nice water source. So, and I'm seeing more prepping videos and I don't know if I mentioned this to you guys before, but prepping is a big thing in like in the Midwest, in Virginia, West Virginia. Prepping is a big thing. Like people that have, you know, first of all, anybody could prep, right? The, the, the basic the basic function or the basic uh, scenario of prepping is you just, you're buying as much water and food as possible to last you and your family, let's say six months. In case, in case, whatever, in case it's an apocalypse, in case there's a Russian invasion, a China invasion, which has pretty much been happening, but you know we don't, we're not hearing it too much in the media, but we pretty much are victims right now 
of a Russian invasion and a Chinese invasion. So preppers out there, if they have enough land, they have bunkers on their property, right? These underground, either they're cargo contained containers um, built underground or, or buried underground, or they could even be, you know what? Where I am out in Virginia, my place, there are people that have literally buried full full yellow school buses. I'm sorry, Kamala. I'm sorry to, to, to commit, commit sacrilege on your favorite school buses, you idiot. But anyway, so people in Virginia, I know for sure where I'm at up in the mountains, they have buried school whole school buses to use as bunkers and or cargo containers or maybe they even build one like a, a cinder block one or or a professionally a professional grade bunker which I'm sure I'm sure sales now have, are at their all time high for like professional grade bunkers so people that have enough room they'll put a bunk you don't need a lot of room for a bunker honestly obviously you can't be living in New York City you know Connecticut Jersey you got to have a little room you know for a bunker right so the people that do have room they have these bunkers in place where they could survive for six months to a year with a, a, some kind of air source, a filtered air source, a heat source, water and food, and arms, baby. ARMS, yes, AR-15s, 300 blackout rifles, and as much, um, as much ammunition as you could get. So... That's what preppers are doing. Plus, you know, I know for a fact, because I almost bought one, but I don't really have a need for it, honestly, right now. Preppers have their own radio system. They're buying their own radios that they could talk with each other. And I don't know what kind of radios are. They're not satellite, but they're radios that have a long range, and they could talk to each other in their prepping community. And... You know, they, they have these prepping communities now where they teach each other how to, you know, build a build a chicken coop, raise, you know, raise chickens for eggs, how to create a water source, how to start saving food, how to train with your with your arms that you should be uh, obtaining as much as possible, right? Your handguns and your rifles. So there are prepper groups or prepping groups or prepper groups that are getting together, helping each other make the best use of their land to be self-sustaining because they know that something is coming and it's not conspiracy theory something is coming and they probably know now that something's already here why because we have five million gooly goo goos in our backyard maybe they're not in yours maybe they're not in mine but they are in people's backyards Maybe only in Arizona, Texas, you know, some of the other border states. But think about all the busloads of Gooly Goo Goos that went to D.C. Where were they bused to? D.C. Um, what? Were they bused to? Uh, well, New York for sure. And what about the ones that were bused to Mar Martha's Vineyard era? Martha's Vineyard, yes. Where'd they go? Hmm. Where are all these Gooly Goo Goos? So pretty soon, they're going to be in our backyards, my friend. So, I think we should all start prepping. And I got a funny feeling it's not, it's not going to be a zombie apocalypse right now, unless, well, it could be because 
I guess we're at the threat of a nuclear war with who? With Russia? Does Chinese, do the Chinese uh, jerk-offs, do they have um, nuclear weapons? I don't even know. They probably do. They got money for everything. They got money. They probably do. So I guess we're, we're at the threat of a, a nuclear war, which is World War Three. which today, either today or yesterday, Tulsi Gabbard, that amazing woman that should be president, Tulsi Gabbard, uh, was talking about how in a nucle- how a cold war could become hot in a heartbeat, which means it's a nuclear war. Well, which means it's a hot war, which could literally, in a second, turn into a nuclear war. And she was saying how if it if it comes down to a nuclear war, there is no, there will be no surviving that. So, so, I mean. Clearly, we could have a zombie apocalypse, and you've seen the shows, right? They're going to break into your home and start biting everybody, and you can't even shoot them. Can you shoot them? In, I guess it's only shoot them in the head, right? Yeah, okay. So start getting your weapons, start getting your bullets, your ammo. But what about the live apocalypse or the live zombies, these ghoulie goo-goos, the five million ghoulie goo-goos? What about those guys and gals? Those happy campers, those Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts that were released from the Venezuelan prison and God knows where else. What about those ghoulie, the ghoulie googles? What about when they start breaking into our homes? What are you going to do, my friends? Mm-hmm. We're going to make them scones? You going to bake them scones? I got a great recipe for you. In fact, I make a to die for a scone if you didn't already know it. I'll gladly send you my scone recipe so you could you could bake scones for the ghoulie goo-goos that come over that, that break into your home because you're too spineless to get yourself an AR-15 or a 300, a 300 blackout rifle. So if you're too spineless to arm yourself, I will gladly send you my scone recipe and you can bake the ghoulie goo-goo scones when they break into your home and rape your kids. So, so get on board, people. All right, don't be part of the woke lamage, please. Well, thanks for listening to Say It Ain't So, Joe. My name is Joe, and I did have something to say, didn't I? Oh, no, he didn't. Yes, I did. Have a great week, my friends. I will chat with you as soon as possible.